Let it be known that the only reason we are doing this podcast is because we believe Russell Hans could have should have won. Okay, we're just really mad about it. No, I'm just kidding. Hi guys, it's time to podcast. Welcome to the Survivor Buffs. Today we're talking about who we, that's me and Adam, should have picked or would have picked if we were on the jury. Let's just say me and Adam, a two-person jury, we've watched the game through the lens of reality TV, and we're picking new Survivor winners. Okay, so obviously we know all about Survivor. If you're mad about what we picked, well, they won anyways, so deal with it. Yeah, the the first, the only thing uh, kind of rules-wise I wanted to get out of the way that we're doing is, um, first things first, obviously – we can only base our decision off of what we saw on TV. You know, obviously yes. the actual jurors saw so, so much. I mean, like a hundred times more than we saw. That might even be an understatement. Um, plus they were on the jury. So they were there for all those tribal councils, even after they got voted out. We were there for 10 minutes of those, but sometimes – Final tribal council or tribal councils can last for an hour or two. I've heard sometimes they've even lasted like half of the night. So um, first thing is we can only see that. So we're only basing it off of what we saw. And yes, of course, we've had multiple interviews on this channel. We've talked to a bunch of survivors. We know a bunch of survivors. We're trying not to use any like insider information. Not that we're insiders by any means, but no. we're trying yeah. to only use what we saw on TV. So that's second thing. Um, third thing is we are um, taking final tribal councils into consideration because a lot of times jurors will come in either one thinking they're absolutely going to vote for this person and they ended up voting for that person or they came in completely open-minded, which um, I, I, from what I understand is quite frequent that jurors will come in the final tribal council truly not knowing who they're going to vote for so we are yeah. factoring in final tribal which again we only see 20 minutes of actually it goes on for hours and hours and hours um so just wanted to get yes. that out of the way yeah and you know a jury you know in terms of what it is in survivor and in terms of what it is in a, in the, the legal system in america obviously it's a bit different but it kind of has the same premise you know the jury is supposed to be a pe people that are you know laid out with evidence and they are tasked with the decision to make the right decision you know in the case of the jury it's guilty or not guilty but in the case of survivor it's mm -hmm. who played the best game who outwitted outplayed and outlasted the best out of the two or three survivors that are being presented in front of this jury so now me and adam are turning into a two-person jury trying to mm -hmm. give our honest opinion on who we believe with the evidence that we've been presented with, which is obviously a lot different than the jury and survivor because we weren't there for the 39 days. We only had right. the 14 episodes, but we're going to give our opinions and our thoughts on who did it the best from what we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's our criteria. That's how I feel like if I, or should I say when I get on the show, I feel like if I did make jury, which I won't cause I would win the thing that I would base my vote off of would be who deserves it the best. Not everyone votes for that. Some people vote for who they like the best. Some people vote yep. for who they want to give the million dollars to based on what use that million dollars um, yep. would. Sometimes people vote for someone specifically because they don't want to vote for the other person. So we're 
me and Gideon are kind of on the same page here where we want to vote for who we think deserves it, who yeah. played the best game based on what we saw of course. on TV. You know, and and I like to think that, you know, because we we aren't bitter in any way towards any of these players because we want we didn't get done dirty. I think honestly, mm-hmm. Adam we might be the most unbiased jury and least bitter jury that that's imaginable. The only difference is we weren't out there for the 39 days, but you know, right. we're, we're just going off of what we believe is logical. And we both are, are judging based off of who we believe is the better player. Not because this person needs the money, not because Russell pissed me off because I think this person should win because they were the better player. And that's what right. I think juries should be. You know, obviously there's some juries that haven't been like that and it's made people mad. But we, mm-hmm. me and Adam, we, we are picking who we believe is the best player. Right. Yeah, so we're going to go one by one, starting off with uh, season one Borneo. I guess we can start it off unless you had something else to add before we dive in. No, no, let's go ahead. Before we start... Be sure to subscribe, check out our TikTok, join our Discord. It's all there in the group um, or in the in the description. Uh, Discord has a couple hundred members. We talk Survivor. Sherman Season 41 comes. It's going to be super fun to talk about um, Survivor and Discord while the episode's going on, before, after, all that jazz. So join, subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get to 1,000. Our goal is to hit 1,000 um, before we got some we got some cool stuff in the works that we're – saving for when we hit a thousand. Um, I feel like we're going to agree on a lot of these. We get in talk before yeah. this. I feel like we're going to agree on most. Yeah, guys. Um, Adam does have a Kanye album uh, out, uh, listening party to go to. <laughs> so we're going to, we are going to kind of speed through this um, <laughs> on the ones that we won't disagree on. And I definitely think season one's going to be one of those seasons that we are not going to talk too much about. Richard should have won. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. First of all, yes. But I don't think it's one of those obvious ones. Like, I don't think it's like Chris in Vanuatu or um, Brian in Thailand. Um, I don't know if Hatch is as obvious. I know now it is because we look at Hatch as being like the George Washington, you know, like the founding father of the game because he won the first season. But he only won by one vote. If one um, person would have switched to Wigglesworth, I don't think for the next 20 years, everyone would be like, oh, man, Hatch robbed. He should have won. He should have. Wigglesworth is undeserving winner. I think it would have been. Um, I still think a lot of his philosophies and gameplay and strategies would have carried over. I don't think him winning is the sole reason. Look at someone like Cowboy or um, not Cal. Uh, or yeah, Cowboy. Yeah, he, Cowboy. Um, yeah. He invented the idol flushing. That was his um, idea. He came up with that. He placed like didn't even make the top half of didn't even make the merge of um, Cook Islands, and yet his strategy was used at every season since Cook Island. Since was that season thirteen? Since season thirteen, flushing the idol was used every time. So you don't yeah. have to like win or even finish that high to have a strategy that. Um, look at Russell. Russell never won, and he. He probably has more influence on the game than any single person, maybe besides Hatch. So I don't know if Hatch is like a clear cut winner. Wigglesworth did place herself in positions to get far 
in the game multiple times. She did win five individual or what four individual immunity challenges, tying the woman's record or I guess breaking it at that point. But she was a great physical competitor. You know, people besides Sue, everyone liked Wigglesworth. She was very popular, played a great social game. Um, I don't think it's clear cut hatch, but I would have voted hatch. It's hatch. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right, moving yeah. on to uh, Australian Outback. Of course, we had Colby Donaldson and Tina Wesson. Um, this might be the first one we disagree on. I would have voted. Um, same thing. I don't think it's clear cut. I think it's, I, I, I'm not mad if you pick Tina, but I would pick Colby. I just feel like he, um, you know, dominated the game. Physically and strategically, I just feel like everyone came. He put himself in a position where everyone came to him. The first like power player. I don't know if Hatch necessarily was like a power player, but Colby sort of was somewhat of like the first Godfather. Um, we've really seen the show. Like people would come to him, who we voting out. Whoever Colby wanted voted out was voted out that episode. He was never, you know, he never had to deal with what everyone else wanted. Um, and of course, dominated challenge wise. Um, I would yeah, have picked Colby. And my vote would have been for the person controlling Colby, uh, Tina. So I, I think Tina should have won. Tina controlled controlled. Kobe? I did. I did. I did. I I think that she played. Uh, she she definitely beat Colby in the outwit portion of the game and put a veil over Colby's eyes that he couldn't even realize that she was obviously going to that she was going to win at the end and and uh, you know just a stab in the back you know obviously colby outplayed but he had a terrible terrible final travel council one of the worst final travels i've ever seen and i i, I just feels sure. like he was a shell of the of the man he was in the whatever 13 episodes he was before and so you know if i heard that as a jury member if i hear that final tribal council speak speech if jeff goes do you have anything else to say and colby goes no i'm voting for tina period <laughs> all right man so that's all our right. first disagreement we won't disagree much more for a little bit so we can keep yeah going. it might not it might not be. It might. It's going to be a while before we disagree again. At least, at okay. least until the twenties. Um, okay. Uh, so, Survivor Africa. Of course, the final three, final two were Ethan Zahn and Kim. I mean, the fact that Kim got, I wish she get two votes, blows my mind. I, I don't know how that wasn't a sweep for Ethan. I mean, to me, he just played one of the best social game victories, top five social yeah. game victory. You know. Uh, strategically, you know, he didn't need to do much. I don't know if Survivor was advanced at the point where you needed to have that much strategy. As long as you were in an alliance with trustworthy people that were trying to win, that was the strategy, and he did that. So, all right, yeah, know, to, and to, to speak, yeah, to speak for, um, to speak for Ethan. Yes, he deserved. I think he should have deserved, uh, you know, a clean sweep of the votes. However, it a part of the game is jury management, and he didn't cater to the jury with one of his questions. Um, he was actually put as like number two on Peridium's uh, worst tribal councils by winners, just because of the simple fact that somebody asked him, "Who do you think didn't deserve to be out here?" 
and he said him he, he said them and that was brandon he told brandon that he didn't deserve to be out there to his face so he lost that vote other than that yeah. not a lot of problems with his game 100 percent agree yeah ethan great social game he was the politician very awesome can't wait to interview him soon and people were like why did kim pick him and not lex well it was because he went to kim either right before the challenge or uh, a few episodes before whatever and was like hey if I win the final challenge, I'm going to take you, you know, that so nowadays that's like, that probably wouldn't be smart. But back then when people, you know, when strategy hadn't really developed, that was kind of genius. They'd almost kind of like that one sentence kind of guaranteed a, a win <laughs> unless Lex won, but like Lex might've taken Ethan, you know, I feel like Lex might've taken Ethan in which case Ethan, I think might he still wins. So he, with literally one sentence, he won the game. <laughs> So, yeah, Ethan. Um, season four, um, you got um, Vicep Marquesas, you got Vesepia and, and Alina. I always pronounce her name wrong. Um, I mean, the thing with that is that both of them had almost the same path, path. to the end, strategically, yeah. you know, kind of they voted together um, the whole way. They were kind of mm -hmm. like a duo, I guess, in a way. The only difference is I think Vesepia just played way better of a social game. You know, her personal item was um, a notebook that she brought, in which case she was writing down as the game was going on facts about everyone. And then a tribal – she studied that. And then a final tribal council, she was like, hey, you know, Pas Pasco, you, you're, uh, you, know, you worked here and your kids' names are X, Y, and Z. Whereas um, Leah was annoying and no one really seemed to like her presence. So I don't see how I wouldn't pick Vesepia if I was on that jury. Vesepia had the power. Um, Nalia was on the path, but was a pawn. So 100% Vesepia. Mm -hmm. um, with season five, surprisingly the exact same. Uh, as far as number of votes, it was four to three. I can't believe these they're that close. I mean, you Thailand, Heidek and clay. I feel like this is one where like, we really don't need to talk about that much. I mean, it just, you know, it just seemed like Brian outwitted, outplayed and outlasted um, play. It just seemed like on every front, Brian was the better player. Yep. Except yep, clay Brian. was less arrogant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the difference, right? It's just like Brian didn't have an amazing social game. That was definitely a flaw, but definitely, golly, very powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With Amazon, um, surprisingly, Matt still managed to get one vote. Who, who voted for Matt? I have to check real quick. I have a, Oh, Butch. Butch voted for Matt. Um, I guess they were friends. Butch. But Classic Butch. Yeah. Yeah. Jenna, I mean, Jenna just in the Amazon, I mean, you know, tied the record for most individual immunity wins. Whereas Matt, she was better than Matt at challenges. She was, you know, made great connections with everyone, even the people she was going to, knew she was going to vote out. Whereas Matt, if he was going to vote out some, either immediately or knew that he was going to vote them out two episodes later, it just seemed like he was like, oh, well, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to vote him out. So I'm not even going to talk to him. I'm not even going to acknowledge them or whatever. So, Jenna just planted her seeds early, um, almost quit the game, but, um, you know, was, was thinking long-term and all of her moves. Matt, 
was only thinking short term. Um, seems like an easy one. I think I would have voted for Jenna in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would have voted for Jenna as well. So, um, Wait, you, you, you hit it. You hit it on the head. Yeah, um, Pearl Islands. I mean, I would have picked Sandra simply because I feel like she actually did make some smart moves. You know, um, bringing Tawana to spy on Burton and uh, Fairplay or Burton and um, was it Burton and Fairplay? I can't remember, but. She brought him to spy on those people to convince her to change her vote. Uh, she convinced everyone to vote out Burton because he took fair play on the reward, which kind of the first time that people actually paid attention to who you picked to go on the challenge with you. That really wasn't a thing until that episode when everyone was like, when Sandra was like, hey, Burton picked fair play. That means they're tight. No one really thought about who they took on challenges. At least they didn't show it on TV. So. Mm -hmm. She kind of implemented a big strategy there, but you know, I know she was kind of yeah. like the bossy bitch character. But um, from what she I understand, everyone kind of liked her. Everyone really liked yeah. her out there. It's kind of like it's kind of like you know, yeah, she has some sass in her, but you can't help but love Sandra. Like, I mean, it, it would be a joy to be on the island with her, I guess, uh, socially, because I, I mean, she's very good at talking to people, and yeah, definitely a pioneer strategy. Um, yeah, my vote would have been towards Sandra as well. Yeah, I don't know how she didn't sweep. And uh, another thing too was Lil, of course, got voted off and came that back, too. So yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't know all, yet how much that would happen. You know, people getting voted off and coming back, but you know, at the time, yeah. With um, All Stars, I feel like I would have voted Rob. I mean, the only two people that the only people that didn't vote Rob, of course, was Lex, um, and uh, then you know Alicia, Tom, and uh, Sheehan. Who uh, Lex was an obvious reason why, but Alicia, Tom, and Sheehan didn't vote for Rob because he told them he was going to take them to the ends and then voted them off. So they were bitter. I mean, this was. This to me is besides heroes and villains the most bitter jury. I don't even consider Samoa that bitter of a jury, contrary to popular belief and the thumbnail. <laughs> but um, this was an extremely, extremely bitter jury. I would have voted for Rob. I just feel like he dominated the game really from the start. I mean, just had everyone in his pocket. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, 100%. He, he dominated. He got it done. Um, he had the power. I mean, you know, you, I would have voted for Rob. Uh, we aren't bitter. I, I think he played the better game. Yeah. Um, Chris, for sure, for me, for Vanuatu. Um, I mean, to come into the final seven, being outnumbered six to one, six girls, six girl alliance to one, and somehow outlasting, I mean, Besides maybe Denise, it might be the best outlast we've ever seen. Denise, of course, in Philippines. Um, to me, that deserves the ultimate respect. So I got to go, Chris. Oh yeah, yeah. The the deficit, one of the probably the greatest comeback in Survivor history, you know, w was witnessed in that season. So awesome job. Mm -hmm. um, played a really good social game and got physical at the end. So yeah, outplay mm -hmm. out without last goes to Chris. Yeah, with 10, with Palau, um, I mean, hmm. 
like with most of these, it's especially the early seasons. It's just it's such a clear winner. Like I just don't know how anyone who like someone didn't vote for Tom. I have to check real quick. But Katie, you know, Katie wasn't a bad runner-up. It's not like Tom was great and Katie was bad. It was Kobe that voted for Katie. But it, it wasn't that. Ah. Katie definitely was a good survivor player. I thought deserved to play again. But Tom, I mean, tied the challenge record. Tied the had broken the overall challenge record. Most challenges won in a season, if you include um, rewards and pre-merge challenges, to only be broken by um, Boo, who still holds the record to this day. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Tom just was the complete. Somehow he's become somewhat of an underrated winner. <laughs> I don't know how. Like whenever I see top ten winners, sometimes I don't see Tom in there. Like Tom is a top five winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom is powerful, man, and that that guy could just flat out play. He was great physically. He was great socially, and his strategy. I don't know how they didn't see it that they were under his control, but man, he did it. Good on him. Yeah. He deserved the win. Um, Guatemala is there's three ones in here that are tough for me. This one is tough for me. Um, what do you think for Guatemala? Because I honestly could see myself voting for either Danny or Stephanie. I might give it to because they both played somewhat similar games. I mean, Danny I would maybe give it to Stephanie. I would give it to Stephanie, or, or not? I would, I would give it to Danny. Sorry, I would, I would I would give it to Danny because I just feel like you know the social game is a part, and I feel like I feel like Danny mm-hmm. was better in that aspect and was more likable, and you know obviously. While Stephanie, you know, did play like physical, I don't. I feel like her, the other aspects of her game definitely were lacking. I feel like Stephanie just played so much harder. Like she was just all in, and she made some like bad the, decisions. The, yeah, but yeah, was still but she was all in. To, yeah, but was still able to like fix it. Like I feel like you know when she voted off like Rafe, um, for example. I think like right away she was like, "Oh my god, that was so stupid." And but instead of just wallowing and giving up, she was able to like push through all that. So, but Danny had so much better of a social game. It's tough. I maybe I picked Danny just because she probably had better final tribal. Okay. Yeah. So, but honestly, final tribal is a part of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Panama. I mean, it had to be artists. I mean, it, whoever won, whoever, whenever with the final three was Aris, Danny, and Terry. You knew that um, whoever won the challenge was going to win the whole season, unless Danielle won, in which case whoever she decided to take was going to beat her. Like, you know, because Sari finished fourth that season, right? Mm-hmm. And I probably would have okay. picked Sari um, if she had made it, but... Um, yeah, I would have picked Terry if Terry had made it to the end. Danielle had some good moves, aligned herself with the right people, but how can you not pick Ars? Yeah, man, Ars played a good game. Um, you know, played a good physical game, was just outshone by Terry, but still. Um, yeah, good strategy. Although, you know, a lot of people like to say he's boring, it was a good strat to kind of, he was kind of using shields, if you think about it. Did you just invent a new shorthand? What? 
saying strat instead of strategy. Ah, uh, dude, that's a gamer term. Is it? That's gamers. Yeah, strat. Uh, okay. All right. All it's right. a gamer term. Yeah, gamer I am not. All right. Now we have our first final three. Um, Ozzy, Becky, and Yule. Clearly, like pretty much every final three, there's one person who is clearly not the winner, and that person this time, of course, is Ozzy. No, that person, of course, is Becky. It's got to be Ozzy or Yule. The ultimate um, uh, battle of strategic versus challenge prowess um, and just like the jury ended up picking only by one, I would have voted for you, even though I loved, loved Ozzy. I was, Ozzy on this season was one of the hardest I've ever rooted for someone. <laughs> but at the same time, I would probably go with you. I just feel like he played a better overall game. Because Yul was amazing at challenges. Like, Ozzy was dominating, but Yul was doing really good. Like, he was always right there for most challenges. Um Whereas strategically, Ozzy was just leagues behind Yule. Um, yeah. And socially, everyone loved Yule, whereas a lot of people were complaining about Ozzy um, socially. Um, so to me, it's, 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 it's Yule for sure. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, Yule played a great game. He, he um, you know, obviously, Ozzy, a great physical player, but once again, strategy is a part of the game and social. Uh, you know, while Ozzy isn't likable, Yule, I felt like, made deeper connections with the members of the jury, obviously, because he won. Hmm. Yeah, with Survivor Fiji, I don't even think we need to talk about this. Earl just dominated, whereas Dreams and... Um, Earl. What? Earl, 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 100%. Oh, Earl, yeah. Whereas Dreams and Cassandra kind of just floated. Um Dreams had some moves. I actually, I actually respect the Yao Ming move. I know it's like controversial, but I don't know why anyone wouldn't. Now people that are kind of now people are kind of turning on now people are kind of turning on Yao Ming though, saying like, "Yo, you shouldn't have done that to Dreams. That's ethical." But yeah, I don't know why Dreams gets. I think it was a great move. Um, um, China. I mean, Amanda. I think did way better in Micronesia. A lot of people like her China game. I feel like she kind of was told what to do a lot. Courtney, you know, the only reason you'd vote for Courtney is because you like her personality, which I do, but come on. I mean, Todd just, I, I still think Todd's win in China is the best win from a first time player. The only person mm -hmm. I could think is better first time win is, um, Tom or Kim is the only two I could compare it to and maybe hatch because he, you know, came into a game that had no blueprint. But, um, I, I personally like Todd's win is the best win. Yeah. I just, and, and on top of that, he had probably the best final tribal council performance. So that's, that's just, that's, that's that just seals. Game. Yeah. That just seals the deal. You know, the intense strategy and, and just like, uh, really Todd was ahead of his time, bro. Like for real. Yeah. Todd was ahead of his time in, in the way that he was thinking, you know, with the, with his idol plays, you know, it's like, you know, telling James where the other idol is like this genius. He, he was just levels ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Um, Micronesia, somehow we got back to a final two. I think that's because of 
injuries. Like three, three medevacs. Yeah. Um, had it been a final three, Suri, without a doubt, I would have voted for Suri. Between Amanda and Parvati, I just don't know how you don't vote for um, Parvati. Still, I just, I don't even, I don't know what you would, what props you would give to Amanda. I feel like Amanda's best thing she did was, if the best thing you did was align with your other person who's there, final travel with you, then you don't deserve to win, in my opinion. Um, no. Part was Parvati made a lot of moves, brought people together, made moves that weren't, you know, she had the numbers and was still adding more people to her alliance because just because you have the numbers doesn't mean that you trust your numbers. So she 100%. replaced replaced people. Um, yeah. First person she to really take advantage of a tribe swap. She was great position, tribe swap, and then put herself in a great position. And that way, when the tribes merged, she was in the best position of anyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was in with everyone. I mean, even Eric felt like he was in with her probably, you know, because she was just so good yeah. at it. Yeah. Um, Gabon, I mean, I don't know how. I, I mean, I'll tell you this. I don't think Sugar is as bad as people say. I don't think she played that bad of a game. I can't believe Susie got three votes and Sugar got zero. Susie deserved to get, in my opinion, Bob should have got five and Sugar should have got like one or two. But Bob for sure should have won. I mean, the fake idol alone, I think it was the best move of the game. He just, he won, the problem like, is, the problem is, obviously, he didn't own his game. Um, but winning challenges that old, bro, insane. You know, Three? Bob. How many did he win? Four, right? Oh, wow. That's crazy. Maybe three. Hold on. I'm not. The Survivor purists are going to get on me. Hold on. I'll, I'll start talking about 18 because I got a lot to say about this. Or not a lot to say, but. Hold on. Susie. Susie deserved to win. All right. Go ahead. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, With 18. I'm picking JT to win. However, if we three. cut out, he went three. Okay. If you cut out final tribal, I would have picked Steven. Yes, JT was better physically, but socially, um, surprisingly more. I mean, coach love JT, um, but other than that, I mean, you got to think that alliance that Jalapal three was started. Because Taj wanted to bring in someone else, and she didn't bring in JT. She brought in Fishback. She trusted and liked Fishback more. Um, you know, I know JT was was the more popular player, but it seemed like everyone was hanging out and talking and opening up with Fishback more than JT, except for Coach. But. Um, so I think JT played a or Fishback played a better social game. Strategically, JT even kind of said multiple times that like Fishback was the brains behind their operation. He picked two of the and you can see in a couple episodes, JT would come to Fishback and say, "Should we vote on this person?" And Fishback like, "No, we should vote on this person." Every single episode of Token Chains, watch it. J Fishback says who should go home. Every episode that person goes home. Go back and watch it. So. I think Fishback played a better game than JT, but 
if you're taking final tribal into consideration, which to me obviously is a huge factor, I probably would have picked JT. Um, That's good. But I think JT is, um, yeah. So I picked JT. Yeah, I would have picked JT too. Um, also because you know tribal, he played uh, a, a great game throughout. Great social bonds. Um, you know, you can say Fishbacks were better, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I think JT did deserve the win. I think he played the better game. Um, yeah. All right. Um, Samoa, um, you know, obviously Mick should have won. Mick just played such a great – his 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 roots were so deep. And Shut up. <laughs> all the idol finds Mick had, it's just um, – no, I'm, uh, I'm obviously going to pick uh, Russell for Samoa. Um, he just played a game that hadn't ever been played. Um, was outnumbered four to seven and still single-handedly kept the four together. And um, the only thing I can give to Natalie is that she kind of convinced everyone to turn against Eric. But even then, they were still outnumbered six to four. In which yeah. case, Russell with her five to four. Still, the idol finds. I mean, everyone here knows knows the deal with Russell. He should have won. I'm not saying Natalie's like a terrible winner. I'm not saying Natalie sucks. Natalie did play a great social game. One of the top five best social game winners. Like Natalie did not play a bad game. But I, I, you got to vote for Russell. Yeah, I think Russell, I, I do think this was a bitter jury, and I do think Russell did play the better game. You know, no matter how many bridges you burn, Natalie was on that guy's back. And, you know, you like him or don't like him, he he he's one of the best strategists we've ever had on Survivor, and I think that deserves a win. Yeah. Can't say the same in 20. Even though I would have rather had Russell than Sandra, I, 20 has to go to Parvati. I mean, I think Parvati in Heroes and Villains is the best losing game we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She deserves to be a two-time winner. I Parvati should have won, yeah. Yeah. Um, Nicaragua is probably the toughest one for me because I honestly could see myself voting for all three. I think Sash played... <laughs> Played the better strategic game. Chase was a better like all around player. Um, but Fabio, there was there was there was no reason not to vote for Fabio. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I don't even know who I'd pick. Yeah, I mean, I really well, obviously, know. obviously Chase has just great music, so I'm gonna vote for him. No, I'm just kidding. I I mean, there's no reason to not vote for Fabio. I I. I would, I would probably vote Fabio. I don't know. This season was such a train wreck. No matter who wins, it's still going to be crappy. But, you know, I think Fabio was probably best representative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I'll go with Fabio. Super likable. You wanted him to win, even though you were competing against him. Um, with 22, I know everyone's going to say this is – supposed to be one of the easiest ones to win. And did Rob play the best game? Yes. But if there was ever a season that I would vote 
for someone simply because I didn't want someone else to win, it would probably be this. And not because I don't like Rob. In fact, Rob is one of my favorite players ever. But I also felt like he was so given this season on a silver platter. Still going to pick him. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's but, amazing that Rob has even fooled you in the audience that his win was so easy because he's just that good of a player that that season, you know? Um, Rob all the way, baby! Oh, my God. Um, with, um, with South Pacific, um, let me ask you, if Ozzy wins final immunity, who do you think goes home? Coach. Yeah. But how cool would it have been to see Coach and Ozzy in Final Travel Council? It would have been wild. It would have been an Ozzy win, but it would have been wild. Yeah. Um, that would have been crazy. Anyway, um, I don't think Sophie played a bad game by any means. I feel like I would have voted for Coach here. Sophie had a better Final Travel Council. But I don't think Coach butchered his final travel, like Fishback butchered it. Um, no offense, Fishback. Uh, Russell kind of butchered it in Samoa. Um, Parvati just had a bad jury. Rob just had a bad jury in All Stars. This one's tough. I'll probably give it to Coach. Probably give it to Coach. Yeah, I mean, me too. Uh, Coach had the control, and I, I, you know, people, you can say as much as you want about Sophie, but her strategy was let Coach, you know, make an A word out of himself. He did, I guess. So I guess good strategy, but I wouldn't respect that if I was on the jury. I would go for Coach because he can. He did control the votes, whether he was likable or not. He played the game. Yeah. These next eight are super easy because every person who in the next eight wins um, won by at least I'm trying to look at, except for Natalie, everyone by one by at least three, at least five votes. So these next eight, I can't imagine we're going to disagree on with each other or with what the actual result was. Um, so first things first, one world, Kim, obvious. Do we need to talk about Kim? No. Philippines. Denise, I mean, survived every final travel, every travel council. I mean, I don't I don't think Lisa played that bad of a game. I don't think Scoopin played that bad of a game, but I mean, how can you not? How can you not vote for Denise? How can you not vote for Cochrane and Caramel? To me, it's obvious. Tyson and Versus, I mean, these next ones, this was a stretch of just obvious winners. T uh, Tony in Kageon, guaranteed. Um, Natalie, I mean, Missy only got a vote because her loved one was on the jury. Jacqueline only got two votes because one of her loved one was on the jury. That wasn't the case. Natalie uh, cleared it. I mean, Mike in Worlds Apart, I mean, won the final five challenges when he was, when, when if he had lost any of them, would have gone home. Jeremy in Cambodia, Spencer and Tasha, no chance they were going to win. I'm not su surprised. I'm, I'm surprised. I thought Dreams and Cass would at least get one. I thought Fishback would at least get two. 
I thought Don might even get one, but I, Jeremy, I was like, he's going to get all 10 votes. And he did. And I love Spencer. Spencer's one of my favorite players ever. Um, do you disagree with any of those? <laughs> I don't disagree, Adam. All right. You want to elaborate on it here? No, I mean, I just, I feel like those, that stretch kind of speaks for itself, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. watch their games. If you disagree, then get your eyes checked, period. Yeah. Yeah. And the next like two after this, after Cal Rong are kind of continue that stretch. The Cal Rong was like the one curveball in there. Um, oh gosh, here we go. I already see. Cal Rong, I think is the toughest. It's not pie. It's not Ty, um, but gosh, I mean, Michelle probably played the single greatest social game victory ever. Um, neither were challenge threats. So it's social versus strategic, um, which is interesting because um, we're kind of in the era now where – even though I think 41 is kind of going to be like a new era. So we'll see what people look for, but the post Russell era really favored strategic, like strategic was clearly the best one. Um, but not in this case, because I think everyone agrees that Aubrey played a better strategic game than Michelle, but everyone liked Michelle. So I feel like I would have voted with the jury. I feel like I was stuck with, Michelle, but I think Aubrey is a top five runner-up. I didn't I see Michelle's him. game. I didn't see Michelle's game, man. They they didn't show enough. I'm sure she deserved it, but why wasn't it shown on TV? Hashtag give Michelle a better edit. From what I saw, Aubrey played the better game, so I would have voted for her. All right. <coughs> um. Two more easy ones, I think. Millennials and Gen X, Adam. I mean, Adam was going to win coming in. Then when you add on the final tribal council he had, which wasn't like a top three or four, but it was one of the better ones. Um, I mean, yeah, he... He, he did play and you know he, he had kind of the case of Jeremy where it's like he has this piece of information that he has to hold from everybody but if he releases it at final travel council, it's just over for everybody, you know, with his, you know, Jeremy with his kids being, being born and Adam with his mom having cancer Two obviously unfortunate situations that, you know, you're away from the, that you're away from your family while all this is going on. But Hey man, using it in your final travel council, call it sympathy all you want, but that was a move from Adam, you know? Great move. Adam played a great game. Thank you. Um, yeah. Plus, when you look at his competitors, Ken uh, and Hannah. Ken. Yeah. Yep. I liked, I liked Ken. Ken had so many opportunities to make big moves. Like, was so didn't. good at putting himself in positions to make big moves, but never once capitalized on them. No. Um, same thing with Game Changers. I know Brad tied the record, but... That, to me, uh, gameplay was it. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, challenge prowess was the only thing that Brad had, whereas Sarah was so well-rounded. Um, I was rooting for Sarah from, like, episode two. Um, 
was rooting really hard for her. It was like one of the few times where like the person where I was rooting for since the beginning actually ended up winning. Like that doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Todd. Yeah. Like the only times I could think of Russell or no, <laughs> Russell didn't even win. Um, yeah. I mean, what do you think? Your oh, yeah, choice, Anne, right? Oh, yeah, I'm team short now. I mean, Sarah played a great game, just like her moves and strategy. It was surprising, you know, watching it for the first time, but it was impressive. And, I mean, you know, her 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 moves with the, the you know, this was there was a lot of idols this season and a lot of advantages this season, and her ways to move around it and, and to navigate that was, yeah, I think it's deserving of a win. You know, Brad... Yeah, he wants some challenges. You still have to play the game, and he wasn't doing that. Yeah. And um, I think Troyzan actually doesn't get enough credit for that alliance. I think they wanted it to seem like it was Brad versus Sarah. But you ask Brad. Like, Brad will tell you that Troyzan, he came to Troyzan and was like, who do we vote out? What do we do? Like, what's our move? <laughs> they just yeah. didn't show that because the edit, the edit wanted to be, um, you know, Brad, yep. Brad versus Sarah. Um, yep. The, the next two are going to be interesting. I think we're going to disagree on both of the next two. Um, okay. For heroes, healers, and hustlers, I would pick Ben. I think you're probably going to lean more toward Chrissy. Um, I will. And I'm not upset with that. I think she played a great game. Um, very adaptable game. Um, was up and down. and immediately, Every time she would go down, she would immediately find herself back in the power position. But Ben had, so, in my opinion, had so much more big moves. Um, Chrissy obviously was better challenges than Ben. Uh, I just think Ben played so much more strategic. Had the had the flash. Ben was adaptable too. I mean, Ben was Ben played from behind. Ben Ben played from the top, and then like in one episode, immediately was at the bottom, and yeah. somehow he dominated. In both, you know, was able to dominate in both sides of that. Whereas yeah, Chrissy man. was always fighting for both sides. Um, yeah, um, you know, I definitely do feel like Chrissy got done a little dirty, you know. But it's a game, and you have to deal with it. And yeah. um, you know, Ben played a great game, but I, I wasn't a fan of the Flash. I liked the gameplay from Chrissy a lot more. I felt like it was smoother. I felt like it was more stable. And so I, I, I felt like she played and, and maneuvered her way to the end a lot better than Ben. Um, mm. So, yeah. Right. Um, I think we're going to disagree on this one as well. Ghost Islands. I know um, Skylander here. Said this from the this 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 comments forty six minutes old, but I'm gonna stick with Wendell, man. I think uh, I think Dom and Wendell played very different games, but every move was still made together. The difference is, I think Wendell played better of a social game. That's yeah. I think yeah. the same thing, strategically, uh, outwit, outplay, like. The idols, the advantages they found, everything was exactly the same. But then the one deciding factor is who had a better social game. And I think clearly, I mean, Laurel, you know, picked Wendell. 
Yeah, and you know, that was a strength of Wendell's game is that he had that connection with Laurel. Um, but I, I feel like, you know, Dom was likable, and Dom played a great uh, strategic game, and and um, so I, 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 I would have gone with Dom. I just felt like he was more powerful, and usually I side with the guy that's more powerful. But you're right, Wendell was better strategist. I switch who I would go for every day. So <laughs> on this day, it's what on this day it's Dom. On this day, it is Dom, and also I like disagreeing with you. So moving on, David and Goliath. Um, some people are either going to say this is really close or really easy. Um, I mean, it's obviously. Um, not going to be Angelina. However, uh, I think, oh, gosh. This, Dude, okay, this let me say this. If I see Mike White, look, I if I'm a jury member, I'm signing with Mike White until I see that he's giving up. And then I'm like, you know what? Fine, I'll go with Nick then. So I would have voted well, for see, Nick. We didn't see that, right? That, was, that wasn't included in the edit, was it? That, that's just rumor. The whole thing with him basically being like, I don't want to win. Give it to Nick. Um, we didn't see that. That's just rumors. So if we're All only right. going on All what right. we saw. All right. Then, yes, I I'm would vote not- for Mike because I feel like he played the better game and was in the power position. Yeah, I might go with Mike. I'm going to go with Mike. See, Hope we're Nick's not, not watching this because I'm a big Nick fan. I love Nick's game. Um, I'm also a filmmaker. So, like, Mike is somewhat of a, you know. You you actually knew who he was. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, if I grew up with School of Rocks, I mean, how can you not? Yeah. Um, Edge of Extinction, obviously the better man won. Uh, moving on to thirty nine. Um, <laughs> no, Edge of Extinction. Um, no, don't get me wrong. Chris fought his way back in. He survived on Edge of Extinction, which was probably horrible and horrible. And did he bitch and moan and complain the whole time? No. He stuck with it. He got to know everyone, knowing that if he somehow made it to the end, these would be the people that were going to vote for him. He got to know them. He told everyone his story. And then he fought his way back in. And then at the final tribal, final uh, episode, he played absolutely perfectly, like flawless, and then won fire. You know, practiced Mm -hmm. fire on the island. So, yes. Mm -hmm. Chris, I don't think is the worst. I mean, I don't, I don't knock Chris for winning. I knock production for, you know, placing everything that needed to happen for him to win. Um, however, I probably would have voted for Gavin. I would have voted for Gavin too because man, if you play five days, I'm sorry. It's the same reason that that freaking you know Rick voted for him. It's like you played five days, like you played a good five days, but you played five days. Yeah. Okay. Two more. Um, Tommy and Dean. Gosh, I was rooting for Tommy. Same thing with um, like it reminds me a lot. For Dean, right? You're rooting for yeah. Dean. It reminds yeah. me a lot of Cook Islands, like. Becky's kind of like Nora, stood no chance. I love Nora, though. Um, <laughs> I was rooting for Dean, just like I was rooting so hard for Ozzy. Um, and I hope Dean's not watching this. Um, but 
I feel like I would have voted for Tommy. Yeah. Tommy had a really underrated final tribal as well, like a top 10 final tribal. I don't think he needed it to be that good because I think it was so clear that he played a better game. Dean played a better final two episodes, but Tommy was just giving it consistent. Uh huh. Um, Okay. You agree? Yeah, I would have voted for Tommy, even though I was rooting for you know I I I was rooting for Dean because those two episodes were wild, but yeah, Tommy was just consistent and good throughout. A great social player. Hope to see him again. Excited to see him on the challenge. So yeah. Um, last one I think is another obvious one. I think Tony getting being who he is and getting zero votes casted against them. Um, voting out people when he needed to, winning fire, uh, winning three challenges. Um, I know he had an advantage for one, but so what? Most of the time, people who have advantages don't win the challenge. So, I, uh, yeah, I, I can't see. I think Tony had one of the better wins. I mean, he didn't even need to go to final tribal. He would have had to butcher final so hard to lose that game. And Tony's final travel was amazing. I mean, he was just spinning the web even further. It was great. Yeah. It was great to watch. Yeah, Natalie Michelle stood a no chance. And I love them both. I literally respect Natalie and Michelle both a lot. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, two of my favorite winners of the past five, uh, like, what, six years? But, man, how can you not, how can you not pick Tony in that season? Oh yeah, insane, insane. So, um, and forty-one. I mean, I would have voted for Rickard. <laughs> okay. So those are all the seasons. Um, like I said at the beginning, subscribe. Tell, leave us some comments. Tell us if you guys um, disagree or strongly agree, strongly disagree, whatever. Uh, be sure to subscribe. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Go follow Curly Daddy One Hundred and One on TikTok. You could use some more, some more subs, dude. Yes, uh, you know somebody actually commented that they found me from the buffs. So thanks for getting me followed. <laughs> somebody was like, <laughs> "I watched the Survivor buffs and I didn't realize that you were TikTok famous." I was like, "That's crazy." Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Yep. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs>